Okay, welcome to the CXM Experience. And I am Grad Khan, CXO or Chief Experience Officer at Sprinkler. And this may be the first time in nearly 100 shows where our Jimi Hendrix intro is inappropriate. And I'm going to, I think we're going to have to think about uh, what we're going to do on the intro for Mondays. So this is a new format um, and we're going to try something out here, which I'm really, really excited about. And it's essentially uh, our Monday show from now on until, until I guess, um, you know, somebody who I'm going to introduce in a second might get tired of it is going to be featuring uh, someone called the Breath Yogi. And her name is Neha Saxena, and we're going to introduce her in a second. And we'll do uh, today's first show, we're going to do kind of more of an interview format, sort of just get a little sense of, you know, where she comes from and her perspective and all that kind of stuff. And then she's going to start to actually lead us in breathing and concentration and focusing exercises. And she'll probably educate me a little bit on the, the outcome of all those things as well. So... I think for Mondays, we're going to have to have some kind of like way cooler, way more sort of like kind of calming music on the way in versus, you know, Jimi Hendrix. But anyway, let me get let me get started. Neha, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Grad. I'm really excited to be here. Uh, great to have you. So, you know, I, I'll give everyone in the audience super quick background. So uh, I first met Neha, boy, oh boy feels like maybe a year and a half ago does that sound about right yeah yeah probably right and um and she was brought into the company um by i think our founder and ceo raji thomas um Mm -hmm. but i know that neha also works for my good friend diane adams so so diane and raji were looking for ways to uh, help bring wellness and health to the employee population at Sprinkler, which Sprinkler is amazing at, which is one of the reasons why it's the one of the top 50 places to work now. We have a, an amazing, and an incredible award for being one of the top places to work during COVID, which is incredible. And uh, we've got you know fantastic store, scores now on Glassdoor and uh, people clamoring to work here. And part of that is the culture that Diane and Raji have helped create. And a big part of that is actually Neha. And so one little sort of fun fact. So we have an an executive leadership team meeting uh, basically uh, almost every day. So we, four days a week, we do a stand-up meeting uh, at uh, 9.45. And on Tuesdays, it's a longer meeting. So it's 15 minutes, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then on Tuesday, it's like a two-hour meeting. Uh, and often this is much longer than that, but <laughs> it's extensively a two-hour meeting. And so we start that meeting with uh, Neha leading us in breathing exercises and a whole bunch of sort of relaxation and concentration exercises to get us focused and get us on track. But before we get into all that, because I want to bring that benefit to everyone who's listening to the CXM experience, uh, I want to talk a little bit about how did this happen? I mean, you call yourself the breath yogi, and I will mm-hmm. tell people, um, you can follow uh, Neha on Instagram um, as the breath yogi, and you can also uh, follow her on Twitter at uh, Neha Saxena 5 so N-E-H-A-S-A-X. Uh, A-N-A-5 on Twitter. So I may have gotten that wrong, actually. S-A-X-E-N-A-5 on mm-hmm. Twitter. And, uh, and so anyway, so how did this happen? How did it start? Like, what's your, uh, what's your origin story? 
So um, how did I meet uh, Raji? Um, I don't know if you know John Kaplan from Force Management. I think he's one of Sprinkler's customers. He had shown up on one of my workshops. I teach several workshops and he showed up on one of those and and it kind of like really, really transformed his health. And wow, from okay. there, you know, he introduced me to the local healthcare system. I started working with them. And then I decided to kind of like start on my own, like this venture. I felt like it was my calling. And this was back in like 2018. And I sent John a recording that I had done for one of my executive clients. And yeah. he immediately took that recording and sent it to Raji. And he's like, wow. Neha, you need to get in touch with Raji because he has a platform that this content needs to be on. And wow, cool. that was the start. And I remember that first phone call from Raji. And he calls me, I have no, like, all I know of him is from John and that email. And he's like, hello. Uh, and I said, hey, hi, I'm Neha. And I was like, how can I help you? And then he turns back and he says, well, how can I help you? Ah, <laughs> so that, nice. That's that so Rashi. The... That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so that was the start of, you know, the first conversation. And then I invited him to take a workshop that I was doing. So then he showed up. It was a five-day workshop. We got to connect. And and then he was like, we should do something together. He went back, saw the impact on his health, you know, so much like Raji fashion. He wanted to share that with his Sprinkler family. Right. And so that's when I bought on, like, you know, he bought me on to start working with the executive team. And then slowly it was like, he was like, no, you should come take, you know, become full time. And I was like, no, I don't know if I want to do full time, you know, like I, I want to grow my business. And he was like, no, I think, you know, you should really just come on full time. There's a lot we can do. And I'm so glad that I did. It's been such a fabulous journey. And then I came here and met Diane and she's amazing. And she's been such an instrumental, you know, she's provided that space for me to be innovative and try new things. And it's really been a rewarding journey so far. Fantastic. Well, you know, it's, isn't life weird? Yeah, it is. Like I, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know what your life philosophy is. Like everyone's got a different um, one. My my core life philosophy, by the way, is everything takes two trips. Uh -huh. um, and so, um, yeah, I know it's it's actually. I'll I'll explain it in a second. You can you can have it if you want it. Um, but it's been it's been actually a really great way for me to stay calm. Um, mm. But but I I mean I don't know like how there's kismet and all these different sort of philosophies, but isn't it interesting how we're sitting here today talking to each other because of a thing you did with the person who met and somehow John heard about you and it all mm -hmm. comes together in really weird and wonderful ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember that first phone call from John, you know, like I had scheduled this workshop that I was like, okay, I don't have enough people for it. I have only two people signed up. I'm going to cancel it. Oh and my gosh, I already that's even better. Oh, well, you almost canceled it. Wow. Oh my God, that's such a great story. This whole thing wouldn't have happened. Wow. Yeah. And, and guess what? He calls me. I already told the other two people that, you know, roll over to the next one. And then I get a call like at 7.30 p.m. from John. He's like, 
I want to do this workshop and this is the only weekend that works. I travel a lot. And I was like, well, I don't even have a venue. You'll have to come do it in my clubhouse. And he was like, I will bring my whole family. I want to do it. Can you please do it for me? And I was like, wow. okay. And that is what led to all of this. Imagine if I'd canceled. Wow. That's, <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it's like, it's a little bit like my, so I'm, I'm engaged. I think, I don't know if you know mm-hmm. that or not. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But so I actually stood her up like five times in a row. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like five legit times. reasons. Like it wasn't, I wasn't trying to be like a jerk. Um, but I would say it was a combination of two things. One was I was a little bit scared because I really wanted uh-huh. to meet her, but I was a little intimidated and I was a little scared. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely there, okay? But you know what Sprinkler's like, and, and I don't know if you remember that, that particular year I, I traveled 400,000 miles. Wow. And uh, I was going like around the planet over and over and over again. And so I was, I was like, I was, that, was, that was dumb. I mean, I was- That's I was a like, lot of miles. <laughs> I was a vegetable by the end of it. Yeah, I'm on, I, did, I did get Delta 360 out of it. Well, it's like you got something. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and, and and then today I just got another Delta 360 package. Even though I traveled zero miles last year, um, <laughs> Delta re-upped me. So obviously I traveled so many miles in 2019. <laughs> it's given me like a, a bow wave forward, right? But anyway, so, yeah. um, and then I was going to go see her on a Wednesday and we had, we had it all set up and ready to go. And mm-hmm. then at the last minute, the meeting came up, a business meeting came up. And I and Raji said, you got to come to dinner with me with this. And so I, I texted her and I said, you're going to kill me, but I am going to stand you up again because I have to go to this dinner. <laughs> but I rescheduled to Friday and she's like, just because you're rescheduling to Friday doesn't mean I'm available Friday. <laughs> but, but there is this like thing going on, which, you know, we could go to together if you want to. And we mm-hmm. can see Aaron Sorkin and we can watch an episode of The West Wing uh, mm-hmm. at the Paley Center for Media. And I said, that sounds amazing. And so that's kind of, mm-hmm. but I just think about every once in a while, I wake up in a cold sweat thinking, what would have happened if she hadn't mm. replied? If she, if she legitimately could have just said, screw you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She had essentially stopped dating at this point. So she was kind of done with stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. I could have been too scared. Like, and it's funny how life just it, it turns on mm. these like one second decisions we sometimes make. I always find that disconcerting at times. Yeah, yeah. So, that's how did so you get true. into this in the first place? How did you get? How did you get started? Like, I mean, I, I get that John met you, yeah. blah, blah blah. But how did yeah. you get to the point where you were doing these seminars? How did you start focusing on this? Like, what's your superhero origin story? Give me your. So, you know, you know, like how you have this philosophy that everything takes two times. Yeah, I'll, my, I'll still tell you about that. I haven't told you about that yet, but just keep going. Yeah, What's yours? What's your philosophy? Well, you know, my life, grad, is is like I've had so many sort of shocking events. Like if I was to make a movie out of my, you know, life, I think it would be a really good, you know, like really? nail-biting movie. Wow. Like I've had so many twists and turns like and expected things happen and you know I'm a very intense person so to speak like if I do something I put my whole heart and everything into it like I don't that's just like 
a thing that my dad taught me. He's like, you do something, you do it with your full heart, right? Like, yeah, there's an expression, right? Anything that's worth doing is worth doing well. Have you heard that? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. so, so. We, but just before you get into this, and I want to, I can't wait to hear this. So, but you said you, if your life was made into a movie, it would be really interesting. But I, there's a, there's a, a serious question here. So, is your life a movie? Is your life a musical? Right? Mm-hmm. Or is your life a country song? I guess it's still like uh, being played out, and I think it's a little bit of all. You know, like a country, a a country based musical that's been made into a movie. I love it. I love (laughs) it. Okay. That's, that's on trend. That's on trend. Actually, a lot of musicals are being made into movies right now. So you're, you're right where you want to be. Okay. All right. So origin story. So you, you, you're, you're, you've had an intense life, lots of twists and turns. So I, so I pour my whole thing being into something, whatever I'm doing. Right. So I've grown up in India and I, you know, like my Where grandmother. Uh, it's a small town called Palya. Okay, it's in Uttar Pradesh, so north of India. It's a very, very tiny town. It's on the border of Nepal, and that's my. Oh my, wow! So near the Himalayas, yeah. and oh wow! Yes, okay, cool. yes, and that's where my that's grandfather awesome. was, like a customs, um, you know, officer, and that's how my dad got there. But that's a whole different story. But. Wrong story short, my grandma was into yoga and she was a very spiritual person. She had polio and my granddad was a freedom fighter. So imagine like at that time she was she had polio and she was a math teacher by profession. And she kind of, you know, enabled all her children to kind of grow up and make a career. So my dad became a doctor and he started with a table and chair under a tree And to where we have like a 50 bed at hospital today. And he's taught me this thing. He's like, you do whatever you, you know, there's nothing you cannot accomplish. Whatever you do, if you put your mind to it and put the actions behind it, that's all you can do. So that's, that's the philosophy. Before I I love that. So, but wait a second. I heard freedom fighter a minute ago. You kind of went to doctor pretty quickly, but what was the freedom fighter part? That sounded really interesting. That was my grandfather because around that time, you know, India oh, was fighting. Okay, gotcha. Like the independence right. movement from the British. was going on. Right. Yes, from the British. Okay. So my grandfather was everybody's, you know, most of the people in India at that time, their sons were going to fight. And so my grandfather was a part of that. So, so. So you come from a rebel, you come from the rebel alliance, basically. So you're kind <laughs> yeah. of like, you're kind of like Luke Skywalker, basically, right? <laughs> Totally. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Totally. I like that. I, I'm into that. Norms. It's cool. I got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I grew up with a very spiritual influence, right? Like it was not such so much religious, but my grandmother was very spiritual. She she believed in the practice of yoga, and yoga is far more than how it's been understood in the West. It's a system for high vitality living. It's not just about twisted poses. It's so much more. And she was a very courageous woman. She enabled all her children to become independent. And so as I grew up with the spiritual influence in India, it's not rare to have a spiritual mentor, right? Like a guru. So I had one. My brother was into this person and I got into him. And because of my intensity, I was only like a teenager when I got into it. So I was studying and I was into the spiritual movement. And 
and I got so intensely into it. So right about when I graduated from school and I was going to start my college, I went and visited this guy in his, you know, sort of ashram, so to speak. And my dad would not let me go because, you know, I knew if I asked him, he wasn't going to let me go because India's not safe. Girls are not traveling alone. So I just told my mom and I went with a friend and I got molested by him. I got molested oh, no. by that teacher. By the guru. By the guru. Yeah. Oh, man. And so that was like a 180 degree shift, you know, like for me, I was so intensely into it where I had a practice, which was four hours at least, you know, like I was really sort of almost militant about my practice and my father was getting concerned he was like this what's going on with her she needs to write her TOEFL and SAT and all she's doing is these spiritual practices you know and so I went for that trip and I could have got murdered and raped and nobody would have found out but I'm just grateful that I'm alive like the way we you know I got out of that and made it back home was a whole um like, there's a book about that guy. Like, he's in jail right now. Like, there were dead bodies Okay, found so in his... the movie title is Guru. I mean, that's just, this, like, but it gets more This is a movie right? so far. This is not a musical. <laughs> this is a movie so far. But the movie's called Guru, like, and it's like a horror movie. Okay. But, like, it gets better, okay? Like, it gets really better, so. Well, I hope it gets better. It can't get any worse. That's a terrible story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like I need to tell you my two trip thing just to kind of lighten the mood here, oh. but that is a horrible. So how did you like, so how did you escape? I mean, can you, don't tell me anything you don't feel yeah. comfortable talking about, yeah, but, yeah. but was there, was there like a, was someone else involved in helping you or were you just able to use your own wits to get out? So without, you know, going into the details of it, it was, they had a whole system, right? They would get these young girls and they would take their money. And so they had no way, but because I went to a boarding school, mom had always taught me that you always keep money on yourself. You know, you never give away all your money. So I had just the right amount of money to buy a train ticket. But we I got lucky. It was just supposed to be me and my friend, but her neighbor decided to come. I had no idea this girl was also going to come. And she wasn't so much into all of this as we were. And she always was like, Neha, look, everybody's so scared here. This stuff is not supposed to make you scared. It's supposed to give you freedom. And I was like, no, you know, just do your practices. It'll get better. But once it happened, grad, it was, you know, my heart was not ready to accept what had happened. But Uh, my mind was like, my mind was like, dude, like you got to get out of this. And they had this whole. Did you actually say to yourself, dude? (laughs) Not at that time. I probably. Because that would be really awesome. (laughs) I was like, wow. You actually call yourself dude. But I was like, that's, that's very cool. Actually. <laughs> that's a good observation. I don't know. <laughs> I do. Call I noticed you say the word dude a lot, by the way. I don't, and it's not meant, this is not, it's not a criticism, but you, I, I it's very endearing because I, it's oh. a, it's a very, it's a very nineties word. And I really like it a lot because I kind of, it was a very big part of my life. And so I like, I say dude all the time. I actually, really? the other day, I actually said to Rachel, I said, Rachel was saying something to me. I can't remember what it was. And we were just like chit-chatting and stuff like that. And I just said to her, I said, dude, you got to like let that go. And she's like, <laughs> dude? 
<laughs> so it jumped out of it when you said that a second ago. All right. So anyway, so you're like, you're talking, you're, you're talking to yourself. You're coaching yourself up, right? So you're coaching yourself up and you're like, I got to get out of here, right? Uh, it was like, if that girl hadn't been there, the person who was not supposed to come and she just made a last minute moment decision to come. If she wasn't there, I'm not sure if I would have been able to, because she was like wow. that same voice, you know, because she was like, wow. they they had this whole system of brainwashing people and stuff. And there were people coming up to us and telling us when we did decide to leave, that if you leave, you're going to go and die. Like basically there were girls like you who came and they went and they didn't listen and they had an accident. So I, I don't remember. The wow. funny thing is, I don't remember that girl's name now, but I remember oh. what she said to me. She said, Neha, we will go outside and die, but we're not going to stay here. That was what she said. Hmm. And and I remember that night, like we just, I think it was, there was some force that was protecting us, I guess. Like it was just the synchronicities of the things that happened that the moment we decided to leave, there was just this taxi that arrived, like somebody came oh. in a taxi so we oh could take that taxi. That's and then so we had great. just the right amount of money to kind of like make it to the station and buy the ticket. So I had to be on your podcast. So all of that had to happen, right? <laughs> well, we, we need a break. We, we, we totally need a break. We're going to stop right here. We're going to come back with Neha tomorrow. Um, but this is absolutely mesmerizing. It's incredible. And Neha, thank you so much for telling your story. Sure. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with the CXM experience. I'm Grad Khan, CXO at Sprinkler, and I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.